Hey, 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 guys! Welcome to Lunch Plus. Good it morning. is Monday morning. Not bright and early, but it's it is not bright outside. It's not super early outside, but we're here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we're super excited to have you here today. It is Monday morning, and we have a great broadcast in store for you right now. It's Family Chat. My name is Barrett, and I'm here with. Kevin. The one and only Kevin of the Nowicki variety. <laughs> and we have such a great broadcast in store for you. Take time right now, share the broadcast, because here's what's coming up. Right now, it is, uh, well, it's family chat. You know that. That's why you're on. And then at 11.45, when we wrap up with family chat, it is time for food mash. And really, it's, it's, it's become a hybrid. It's not so much food mash right now, but we'll explain that when we get there. Followed by what's good, confessions, song challenge, and then what's the word with pastor and buddy. And we're continuing our how to apply faith to win series today. And it's going to be so good. And here's why I said food mash is not necessarily food mash right now. Right. It started off as food mash. And then Kevin had an idea birthed of Jesus and we're basically doing the October Sweet 16 bracket of Oreos. We're going to tell you which one is the ultimate best one, but still of the weird flavors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's some really interesting flavors you're not going to want to miss today. I'm yeah. telling you, it will change your world. It's, it's at least going to change your Oreo consumption ratio, like for sure. Um, but up right now, we want to say hi to people. I said Joni. Johnny is Johnny beat Kevin by like four seconds, and Kevin's right here. How does he like, do that? Like he's he's Johnny on the spot. Like, like I was here for the countdown with my fingers, my thumbs just at the ready, and he whooped me. <laughs> Pastor Nicole's on. Serena is on. George, my husband, George is on. We have some awesome people on. George is very excited about the Oreo bracket. It's going to be so good. Jade, Jade, we love you. Okay. Hey, Jade. It's time. Question time. Yes. It's not fall questions. No, we oh, graduated. we graduate. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that was awesome. That was super wow. <laughs> okay, today it's, it's which team do you fall into? We have four. Pairings, which team are you on? Question number one. Done. Team coffee or team tea? Which one are you? Uh, <laughs> what's in Kevin's cup? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no mystery here. This is coffee. Yeah. Yeah, all day long. So I, I was, t uh, Jade says she likes the way I sang her name. Um, Natalie says coffee. So I was telling this to Serena yesterday. About four times a year, right. I decide that I want to like tea. Right. And I put forth a very strong effort to like tea. Yeah. Like my house has at least 20 different types of right. tea in it. Right. And I'll, I'll go gung-ho for mm -hmm. about two weeks. And after two weeks, my body is like, no, you don't like it. And I'm done. So I'm in the tea trying category right, right now, but I'm I'm definitely team coffee for sure. So I can't say I I don't not like tea. Um, I just prefer coffee. I get that. Uh, however, uh, last week I was feeling kind of gunky in the, in the nose, um, you know, in, in sinus and so forth. And um, I spoke to Pastor about it, and and he said uh, try tea. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took that as word, so I and did it. I had the turmeric tea. It was really good. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's excellent. Um, Rachel is team sweet tea. Everybody, oh. and Pastor Nicole says team godly abundance equals both. But everybody <laughs> else has been team coffee. Like, 
Tea people, Tiffany Farley, if you ever watch this, where are you at? Where are your people? Um, Serena says, usually coffee in the morning and tea in the afternoon, evening. American is the morning and British is in the afternoon. Look at you. You switch nationalities wow. through the day. George, okay, George says team coffee, 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 coffee. Who needs decaf? Um, Amen. He doesn't drink coffee. What? Like, so, so this is like... I applaud the fact that you are on this team, but George, you don't drink coffee. Unless like this is something of yours that you've started and I've not been privy to it. I've seen him do it a few times and it's like a splash of coffee and a lot of creamer. So he's wow. probably team creamer. Um, uh, but <laughs> Kevin Buck immediately behind the camera was like, Priscilla. <laughs> Jade says, well, I'm team chai tea. So that counts as tea. Look, that I does chai, tea. I thought chai was like half coffee, half tea. Is it not? I don't know. I thought that's what it was. Maybe that's I'm mistaken. Interesting. Yeah. Is it half seas? Like, is that what it is? Half coffee, half tea? That's interesting. Let me know. Okay. Oh, hey, George, remember when we were in the army and we used to make um, ranger pudding out of our MREs? We used to take Sanka, instant Sanka, that because that's what we got in. What is that? You know what Sanka is? Uh, or Taster's Choice? It's instant coffee. Oh, so it's, it's like crystals, it's crystallized. Like Folgers. No, no. <laughs> yes. Does George. Folgers do an instant? <laughs> I didn't know Folgers did an instant. Anyway, so you'd you'd put it in with the mix and you would mix it up and it made it called a Ranger pudding. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, then Joni is Team T. Uh, mostly because I had to stop drinking coffee so consistently. George says creamer equals coffee. And there's, there's my husband. Um, okay, question number two. Bum -ba -dum. <laughs> team breakfast or team no breakfast? Which team are you on? I, so I would have told you like a while ago that I was team no breakfast, mm -hmm. but I... I have genuinely started to appreciate breakfast now, and I, it sets me up for a successful day. If I don't have breakfast, like unless I'm fasting, if I don't have breakfast, it's, it's not typically the same level of productivity throughout uh, the day. Yeah, yeah. I love my breakfast, mm -hmm. so I, yeah, I am definitely on team breakfast. Yeah. I love it. Now, Pastor Nicole is going to, wow, it, the comments just exploded. Um, Natalie says breakfast. George says Ranger Pudding rocked. He's correct. Um, Jade says Scarlett is team breakfast. Mm. Priscilla is team breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but her family is not. Yeah. Rachel's team breakfast. Mama Chris. Hi, Mama Chris. I love you. Uh, she says she likes breakfast, but she usually doesn't eat breakfast. Johnny mm. is team no breakfast. What? Um, Johnny, you were in the Air Force. I thought that was like a have to. Joni says team matzos, Serena Crabtree. I don't know what that is, but I think it's uh, an inside joke would be my guess. I'm thinking, isn't that a, um, that's a restaurant up in, up north, isn't it? Matzos? I'm thinking, I don't know. Not in Maine. We had those two restaurants, you know, the moose one and the beaver one. Um, <laughs> Serena said breakfast every day. <laughs> oh Jade says, I like the idea of breakfast, but it barely ever happens. Pastor Nicole says team grits, I mean breakfast. George says uh, <laughs> that he laughed at the sad face that Pastor Nicole put up. I, don't, I didn't see the sad face. But, okay, so Pastor Nicole uh -huh. is probably going to weigh in on this very quickly. Yes. Are, when we say team breakfast, are you team yes. breakfast food at breakfast 
or just food okay, at breakfast so time. I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I am <laughs> I'm team breakfast any time of the day. I've Amen. told people yep. breakfast is not a time of day, it is a state of mind. Amen. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be bold, I'm gonna say this, the pig must be at breakfast. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, or it's not breakfast. I can see that. Yeah, there's got to be bacon, sauce, or something. So, Pastor Nicole, I'm sure, is typing in the comments if she is available right now to do so. Yes. But Pastor Nicole does not love breakfast food. What? She, like, so for her breakfast, she will eat, like, tuna or, like, seafood, stuff like that. I... I am more inclined to eat breakfast food at dinner time. Mm, yes. um, breakfast for dinner, Brenner is my favorite. Yeah. But for breakfast, like mm. I, I'll often do eggs, but recently I've been doing like mashed avocado, which is not normally a breakfast type food, but it's really, really good. Mm, so wow. I, I can get in line with that. Pastor Nicole, breakfast equals food because you can have breakfast food at supper and it's still called supper. So there is the logic for that. You can have any food at any time. I, I think she agrees with me. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go gonna with take that. It that. All way. right. Praise okay. God. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you team white bread or team wheat bread? Hmm. Team white bread or team wheat bread? You've picked some really good ones today because they're all touching my heart. <laughs> I'm telling you what. So white bread is nothing more than cannon fodder. Amen. Okay. You must have wheat rye something you've got to have something good mm -hmm. white bread is, is just blah it's nothing nothing like it, it tastes like nothing it absorbs everything it gets mushiest the fastest yes like i so my actual answer of type of bread i would want for a sandwich forever mm. is potato bread i think potato yes. bread is excellent yes good flavor potato bread is great but if i'm just strictly those two options it's wheat bread every day yeah, and just, you know, from a biblical aspect, I want our viewers to know mm -hmm. that white bread is actually, that's the leavened bread of the Pharisees. So... You better switch your bread choice. Switch your bread or you're a sinner. <laughs> no, we love you. No. no condemnation for those who eat white bread. Um, Abby eats white bread. Jade says wheat. Serena says wheat. Uh, Priscilla says team whole wheat or Dave's killer bread. It's nutty and, nutty and she likes it. Yeah. Johnny Shaver, honey wheat. That's yes, all day long, Johnny. Yeah. Mama Chris says that pumpernickel is her favorite. That is really interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had pumpernickel Have you bread. not? I don't think so. Oh, my word, yeah. I, I, I hear, love it now. I hear but shock happening. Yes, something? yeah, that's 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 really, um, that's interesting to me. Here, right, real quick, before we move on from the shock, the mm -hmm. shock came from Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy, who mocks me all the time about how weird my food choices are, but the fact that I've never eaten pumpernickel shocks you? Have you had a Reuben? I've not had oh, a Reuben. Oh, that's a good point. I've Re not had a Reuben. Kev, we need to get her some Reuben. <laughs> Kevin, Immediately. Kevin looks like he's yeah. about to give up the ghost behind yeah. the camera right now yeah. over the fact that I've never had a Reuben. Yeah. Um, now, a true Reuben is actually on rye, but on pumpernickel, it's excellent as well. Now, I have had pumpernickel croutons. That's a good point, Pearl. Like, I have had those. Okay, mm -hmm. we can do one. Yeah, we can do one more. Yeah. One more before we switch off. Are you team mashed potatoes or team baked potatoes? Clearly, I was hungry when I made these questions today, but. <laughs> how, <laughs> about, how about if you do mashed potatoes with all the ingredients from a baked potato, a loaded baked potato, match Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. 
Boom. That is basically how I eat mashed avocado. Yeah, like, really? Yeah, and because avocado takes on the taste of everything yeah. else, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. But yeah, no, I, I'm i pro mashed potatoes. Yeah. I don't want baked potatoes. Really? Like, I'll eat them, but yeah. I want mashed potatoes. Yeah. Rachel's baked, Priscilla's mashed, um, Mama Chris says mashed, Natalie mm. says baked potatoes, Serena channeling her inner Marky says, mashed potatoes, with all caps. So that <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. Johnny says mashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have sour cream in there. You've gotta have like garlic, you gotta have butter. Crumbled up bacon. G oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I love mine with pepper. Not everybody likes a good amount of, I, garlic. Love, I love lots of pepper. Garlic, come yeah. on. Absolutely. Please, chives, a little bit of chives. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Come on. So, what we, oh, George says mashed potatoes with dark gravy. It doesn't get any better. Skip the gravy and I'm with you. Um, I just don't like gravy. Mm. I mean, I'm with you anyway, because I'm married to you. Because um, I love my husband, but gravy I'll give you all a, my gravy. Gravy is a beverage. Blech. It's good for you. Blech. It's Ew. good and good for you. Blech. And with that, <laughs> this has been Family Chat. We're so excited to have you on with us today. Stick around, take this opportunity. We're gonna give you a couple seconds, share the broadcast, because yeah. it really is gonna be such a good one. And we are about to head into Food Mash right now with our Oreo bracket. Which of the weird Oreos is the creme de la creme, no pun intended. We're gonna be back in a couple seconds and you can find out with us. Kevin was just rejoicing because he gets to eat Oreos. So I don't know if you heard it in the background, but that's what was taking place. Okay, guys, we are about to dive into probably my new favorite segment because it's just Oreo consumption. But yes. here's what we've got going on today. We're so excited to have you on with us. Right now, it is Food Mash Oreo Sweet 16 Edition, followed by What's Good in the Hood, Misunderstood with Abby Wright, and then <laughs> Confessions with the one and only Kevin B -b 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 Bucky Buck, and then Song Challenge, Abby versus Marky, and then What's the Word with Pastor and Buddy. And right now, it is time for our Oreo Sweet 16. So what started as a brilliant idea from Pastor Brian has really morphed into a segment of joy mm -hmm. for those of us here in the studio. Because have, have, you, have you ever gone down the Oreo aisle and just been mesmerized by the fact that it's literally top to bottom full of different kinds of Oreos? Yeah, amazing. Like Kevin mentioned last week that he grew up with one kind of Oreo. Yeah. And now the Lord sad. has multiplied. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm really distracted by the fact that you started that 
that out and you sounded like David At David Attenborough, Attenborough. like starting out a documentary. <laughs> what started as a beginning? <laughs> <Well, laughs> that was my phase the entire time. Right. I'm gonna rock your world Sorry. with Oreos today. Oh, guys. I'm good for it. Ready to go. But here here's the thing. So I didn't go online. I could have. There are many more flavors of Oreos online. But I just went to our local Walmart, and there were over 16 different flavors of Oreos. Mm -hmm. 16. So naturally, Kevin Buck had the genius idea that we needed to do a bracket. March has March Madness. October has sweet 16 Oreo edition. Yep, yep, so yep, we yep. are going to determine which one is the ultimate best. We're going to do that over the next couple weeks. And then we're going to do a showdown of all of our top ones Ooh. to figure out which one is the best. Today, we have four different kinds. I promise there's four. Four different <laughs> kinds of Oreos that we are going to be trying. What's up first? Mark Eleanor, Dottie Dunphy, what do you have for us today? Fudge covered Oreo. Mm. Okay. Yay. So first of all, the packaging is super different. It is. It's cute. It's a box. Mm. I I'm excited about these ones. Mm -hmm. I've had them. <laughs> I've not had them. They're good. Go ahead, Abby. Grab one. Okay. Okay. I now, know what I'm in for on these. These are already kind of top of my list. <laughs> now, put in the comments right now, what is your favorite kind of Oreo? And do you think that fudge covered Oreos will beat the OG Oreo, like the original Oreo, is this going to be better? It looks better because there's more. Yeah. There's more than just cooking. Oh, you yeah. look, look at his face I'm, right now. I'm totally good with this. He's so happy. I'm just excited it's not pizza with bananas on it. Amen. You know, what been a there, good thing. done that. This okay. is good. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. See. What is that? What's that candy bar that has Oreos in it? Doesn't Hershey's have one? Yeah. They have a cookies and cream cookies bar. Cookies and cream one, yeah. There's a cookie. Is there a, no, there's an Oreo takeaway mm -hmm. bar, isn't there? Like mm -hmm. a candy bar that's an Oreo. With, mm -hmm. This is basically that, but mm -hmm. just still in cookie format. This is good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Serena in the comments says that mint Oreos are her favorite. Mm -hmm. Rachel says that her favorite are red velvet Oreos. I've never had those. Natalie says that she likes the red velvet, but she's not tried the fudge-covered ones, but she may need to go. buy some when she goes to the store. Oh, yeah. You do. They're there. In the you moment. do. Okay, so overall, I really like this. I'm but, about to finish it. <laughs> there's a good ratio of the fudge, it, mm -hmm. fudge, of the chocolate over mm -hmm. the cookie. Like, it's a good balance. It's not too much, mm -hmm. and it's a good mm -hmm. mix of the chocolate flavor and the white one. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is amazing. Goodness. I can't talk. I'm just mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I've never seen you rejoice this much over your food <laughs> Those are before. Good, I like them. <laughs> he is like super chill mm. in the zone. This is. Like, I'm team <laughs> breakfast Oreo. <laughs> this is delicious. So overall, does this work for y'all? Totally. Absolutely. Totally. totally good. Three thumbs up right out of the gate. Oh yeah. That did not happen last week. So mm -hmm. fudge covered Oreos are at the top. We're gonna make this the top as we go, but <laughs> yeah. it's at the top. What's up next, Mark Eleanor? Caramel coconut. Okay, so this is the one that I had some interesting <laughs> feelings about because really? I I don't always love coconut, but Pastor Nicole, this is for you because Pastor Nicole's favorite is coconut. So caramel coconut. 
I am curious if there's actually shredded caramel in there somewhere. Shredded caramel? Nope. Shredded caramel. Me too. Yeah. I'm very curious. I wonder if the caramel got shredded on the way to manufacturing. Well, uh, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, okay. It doesn't look like it on the picture. Yeah, it, okay. okay. Here we go. I, the smell of it yes, is amazing. These have an aroma. They're like, so good. They're powerful. It's, I wish we could it's transfer this It's a fair mix of the caramel you. and the coconut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you say this with the British accent I, for the I, rest I, of this? This, <laughs> this is just this a is documentary. Like taking another, this is like taking it another We've step. We've turned it so. into an Oreo documentary. <laughs> it's kind of goofy. It all started. <laughs> almost a, a salty, salty kind of smell. Mama Chris says that she's not a fan of coconut. I'm not a fan of coconut either, so I'll give you people who don't love it. I'll, I'll be your your voice box. This, I will say, the smell of this is probably as strong, if not stronger, than the the birthday cake one. Oh, totally, yeah. Like, it's really? right up this there for the most potent. Mm, yeah. Okay. So good. Here we go. go. Three, okay. two, one. Hmm. Not rejoicing as much over this one. Yeah, I don't love this. Really? Mm-mm. I like the frosting. I don't like the cookie. It does taste like there's a little bit too much cookie, but mm -hmm. as you finish the bite and like some of the cookie goes away, it's a nice mixture of like chocolate cake, like on the picture, like chocolate mm -hmm. and then like caramel and like coconut. It kind of starts off caramely nice. and then it turns more coconutty. Yeah. I don't love it. Okay, you know yeah, what I'm not this finish that one. You know what this reminds me of? So in future weeks coming, we have maple Oreos, Ooh. and this reminds me of what a maple um, a maple flavor wants to be, yeah. but hasn't achieved it yeah. yet. Yeah. If you take away the bottom layer of cookie, so you only have one layer of cookie, uh -huh. it's a lot better. Okay, so it's just cookie oh, and frosting. And I am then. making a mess. Yeah, That's it's just okay. one cookie. Just one cookie and frosting. It's not overpowering. It's a lot better. Well, see, you know, back in the day when it was just the plain back thing, in the day, we would... We tear them apart and just yeah. eat the frosting and then maybe eat the cookie. Yeah, for maybe sure. Eat the cookie. I don't know that I could do that with this frosting. No. Okay, so Too overall, much. votes on caramel coconut. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, Two thumbs that. down, one thumb up. I'm putting that at the bottom of the, the pile. Okay. So mm. now. Next up, what do we got, good. Marky Mark? What's I heard. Oh, here we go. <laughs> back. We're going over the I hill on a roller coaster. Her. Here we go. <laughs> oh, America. America. We're eating America. America. Okay. Guys, <laughs> I was so excited when I went to the grocery store because America has a cookie. Amen. It's the red, white, and blue Oreo edition. I don't know as though the flavor is going to be any different. I feel so patriotic. There's red, white, and blue frosting in there in a layer. Good. Steve Rogers yeah. eats these cookies. He yes, does. I'm sure it's he does. Team USA on, on it. top. It's for the Olympics. Looks like a little. That makes me excited. Little Olympic thing. Uh, it doesn't USA. have the little circles, but it does say USA. Team USA right on top. Uh, and mine has a flag. One says Oreo, and the other says America's Team USA. flag, not just I mean, any yeah, old yeah. flag. I mean, so this is confession time. <laughs> this this probably isn't shocking to anyone. But I am a sucker for things that are marketed well. So the fact that this just brands Team USA yeah. and like it's red, white, and blue. It's adorable. In my brain right now automatically makes it better than the caramel coconut. Ah, yeah, me too. <laughs> the other thing you get out of this deal is it's like a double stuff. Yes. It's actually is. triple, There's but it's a like a double stuff. It's lots of 
metal stuff. I don't know if you guys can see it. Like, this is blue. It's red, white, and blue frosting. Mm -hmm. So it's super cute looking. It is. And I'm sure I just lost presentation, all the right there. Presentation we, is really done we well. We pledge allegiance as we eat it. I think that's patriotic. I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the cookie of the United States of America and to the yeah. people smell any different. that it stands for. Kind of normal. You ready? America. America. <laughs> That is a crisp cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are fresh. Mm. I want this to be better than the caramel coconut. I I want it to. It just lacks. It doesn't really have much of an impact other than the visuals. Yeah. Visually it's better. But there's not a whole lot better with this, and I'm concerned that if I keep eating it, my teeth are gonna be purple. Yeah, I was I was just wondering, are you guys purple yet? Cause hmm. Like I'm it's a deep blue. I'm in the middle color of the road that they on this got. One. Yeah, I'm. I ate more than I did the caramel coconut, but. And being oh the cookie God. that represents America, I was expecting more yeah. out of you. Okay. Have you guys ever had these? Let us know in the comments. Have you had any of the ones that we're trying right now? This is my first time with America's cookie, and unfortunately, I don't think I'll be back for more. Okay, where does that fall in the? I think it was below. Yeah, at the very bottom again. Okay, okay. Now, all of I think the caramel coconut works as a flavor, but mm -hmm. I just I don't love it. Yeah. So I think all of them so far could work, mm -hmm. but they all work, but they're not all great. Yeah. This is like for the best of the best cookie. And then Pastor Cole says nothing's gonna be better than the caramel coconut. Um, it was delicious. But the fudge was. The fudge was. And my opinion, <laughs> just my opinion. <laughs> That it's was, up top for me. That was good. This is. Okay. Have you had these, Pastor? Let us know. Mama Chris says that she hasn't seen the patriotic ones in her area. Those are super Aww. interesting. Okay, so last please but not love least. me. Um, last week we tried eating dark chocolate Oreos, and we said that the cookie was too much. So I discovered today <gasps> that Oreo thins of the dark the the dark chocolate. Good. The dark, the dark chocolate. chocolate. Exists, so we're gonna see if it's very thin. The less cookie makes it better. I almost feel a little gypped on this one. <laughs> it does. It does look very interesting. It's so cute. I feel like I'm eating a sand dollar. Is this like a locale like version or just the, it the makes lower? You feel better about eating. That's Oreos. a great question, Mr. Cohen. I don't know. It's so, 140 calories per cookie as opposed to 180. <laughs> 180. 180 Wait. per two cookies. So it's the Wait, same as the caramel no, coconut. Per four cookies. But these are That's per better. two cookies. So you can have four of these, which Whoa. still in density equals the same amount as a regular Oreo. You're not saving any calories here. You just kind of feel better about them. I feel like I'm gonna still be I hungry after this one. Okay, here <laughs> okay. we go. Ready to go. Three, two, one. Out with more than one. Um no. Because, because they made it thin and they took away the cookie, they also, took, um, they also took away some of the icing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's still dry. It's, the it's same. very dry. It's not good. No. That was sad. You're just no. eating an Oreo, just the cookie part. Yeah. There's no frosting in it. I mean, there is, yeah, but I like dark chocolate, I and that it. really isn't very well done. No. Like, that's just, you bite into it, and it's, 
That's and basically just an oversized communion wafer that's chocolate. <laughs> it's true. Communion wafer companies, if you're looking for the chocolate style of the bread, mm. we have yes. Oreo Thins. Model yourself you. as Ore Thanks. Oreo Thins. Okay, so is that above or below, Way below. America's cookie? Below? Way below. Way below. For me, for me. No, it, it definitely I'm, I'm going to put it there, too. Okay, yeah. Definitely the, the it, fudge it was sad. Oreo is... <laughs> this date. So overall, fudge is moving on. Caramel coconut's going to move on to the Wrights household. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of them, we are, we're not endorsing them here. Uh, what's right? So exciting! Exciting! <laughs> exciting! Um, the fudge Oreos are going to move on to our final bracket, Definitely and they're going to go. Try those. They're going to go yep. up against the the mint flavored Oreos. Our winners from last time. You let us know which Oreo do you think is the best of the best, and you'll find out here if it moves on. Right now, we are going to hand it over to the one and only, the beautiful Abigail Wright for What's Good. In advance, forgive me if I have Oreos still in my teeth. I feel like I do. So if it's there, ignore it. Pretend like it's not there, okay? Thanks, I'm glad we, we set that bar. <laughs> Today, we have another What's Good. It's gonna be awesome. We've got some good stuff for you. I, I need to open up to you guys about something. If you don't know me, I enjoy playing the piano. Not very much, but I do. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy playing it. I enjoy playing it very much, but I don't get to do it very often. But there was this Brazilian pianist that I just found out about this week. And he had some complications with his hands, some injuries. He hasn't, like his hands were paralyzed. He couldn't play piano for the past 20 years, but Good news is they got some bionic gloves. How this works, I have no idea the science of it, but he got some bionic gloves, and there is a video you need to look it up on the internet. It is super duper sweet, and he's able to play piano again after 20 years of not being able to play piano, and he's like crying as he's playing it, and he's still, the thing that shocked me the most was he remembered like, the songs to play and everything. Like it was after 20 years of not doing something, you'd expect to forget it, but he didn't. It was, it was so beautiful. Y'all guys, y'all guys, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just combined two. You guys or y'all need to <laughs> look the video up. Next up today, we have a New York City woman who was taking out the trash like you have to do most every day, but this day she lost her wedding ring in the trash. 
and she didn't realize it until the garbage was already in the garbage truck. So she wrote a sticky note and like put it on the garbage truck and the man driving the garbage truck found it later when he got back to his like, I don't, the garbage depot, what do they call it? The dump, <laughs> the dump. And he found the note and he personally went through every bag and found the little ring in the bag and he was able to give it back to her. It was. That is some dedication, that is some good heartedness because I'm sure he was tired after that day. I don't know how long it took him to find it, but that's, I'm so happy for her. Next up, good news. If you have ever wanted a mini horse, have you? But you know, oftentimes people want mini horses, but you know, I don't have the time to walk it. Well, luckily for this woman in South Africa, she had two French bulldogs. And when she adopted this miniature horse, they became the best of friends. And one day she caught her French bulldogs. They took the reins of the mini horse and they just took him on a walk. And so they've started doing this every day, just taking the mini horse on a walk. And they're both like holding the reins and it's, it's great. And I have high hopes for getting a mini horse and two French Bulldogs to accompany it and to take it on walks, because that's adorable. <laughs> Next up, do you like stickers? Do you like scratch and sniff stickers? <laughs> they have, so apparently, one thing I didn't know, this is, this is us talking, getting real for a second. The, <laughs> the best buy dates aren't expiration dates on food. What? Okay, so yeah, so how many times have I thrown away some perfectly good cheese or something and it's been fine. It's been fine, I've been lied to is what it is. So many people who share my concerns have discovered something and they've decided that what they're gonna start doing if. I hope this is gonna be everywhere. They're starting with like eggs and stuff, maybe in certain countries. Not all the details are out, but they're taking scratch and sniff stickers. And what they're doing is putting the smell of the certain food, like they're putting it on eggs right now. So they're gonna take the smell of when your eggs go bad, and they're putting that on a scratch and sniff sticker on the egg carton. So if you are like, are these eggs good? Let me check. No, <laughs> and then you can tell, <laughs> it's amazing. So you know what it smells like if they're bad and then you can smell your eggs and be like, they're great and they're not bad and you can still eat them. Apparently the best by date is just like a freshness so they're not as fresh as they once were but they're still edible, which is amazing. So less food will be wasted. You get to play with scratch and sniff stickers every time you eat. I, I'm thinking this is a win, 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 and win. So unless your eggs have gone bad, and then I'm sorry that you had to smell that. <laughs> Lastly, and most importantly, is this past weekend at our church, we went out soul winning for, it was literally just an hour. And in that one hour this Saturday, our 
Our people who came were able to lead 82 people to the Lord this weekend. Praise God. Put some little praise hand emojis in the comments. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it is awesome. Those are 82 people we are going to be able to see in heaven to be for eternity. Praise God. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I hope you're so excited. And that's all I have for you. <laughs> If you have any good news, if you find any awesome videos on the internet of French bulldogs, walking mini horses, anything of the likes, send them our way. And maybe it'll be on the next segment of What's Good. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome back. We're going to go through a short time here of confessions. We do this every day, speaking the word of God over our lives and into our futures. We just uh, um, want to show that uh, our, our faith is real. And, and as we speak it out and as we uh, confess these, these truths of God's word over our lives, we expect that they will manifest. They will be brought to uh, visible nature in our lives. And we're just... Uh, going to speak these out. So we're going to start. We do these um, every day. There's a number of them. We're going to do two of them today. The first one is we walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. The full manifestation. So we're going to make this personal and we're going to put I in the place of we. Okay. And you speak this with confidence and faith believing that the word of God is true because it will come to pass because he spoke it. So let's start again. I walk in the full manifestation of my inheritance in Christ. Fullness, fullness, fullness. Okay, let's look at number two. This is another place where God's going to bring fullness into our lives as by faith we apply his word. This one has to do with your finances. So we're going to first of all read it as is, and then we're going to personalize it again. Okay, so let's start. We are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Okay, let's make it personal now. I am out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing. And I flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Amen. 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 Confess those. You can confess that any time of the day, not just with us, but we want to just lead you in faith that God's word is true. You can trust him and he wants the best for you. So confess his word over your life and be blessed by it. So we're going to move on now. We're going to go to a fun little segment called the song challenge. Song challenge, which I can't play because I'm not, my mind doesn't work that way. But we have some great contestants, so hang with us for just a minute and we will be right back. We love you.
welcome to Song Challenge. Song Challenge. <laughs> and I get to host today yep. with two of my favorites, Marky Eleanor, Abby Wright. It's going to be a good day. And if you are a follower of our Truth Talk videos, we've played this before. Um, but I'm not playing this time, so it's going to be a little <laughs> different. Also, you guys play it very interestingly. Yes, well, yes, we do. Well, you changed the rules. Now it's like very organized. Before, <laughs> I would just kind of like shout out songs. But the problem was I was shouting out something that wasn't a song. I was hoping it would turn into a song, and it never did. Foot! So <laughs> it, it's kind of more organized now, so where that's not going to happen. You're not just going to hear me like heart be and like that kind of like that kind of happened I did yes we did we did get our hundredth comment I am so excited because it's mama crabtree miss chris you won our hundredth comment of the day miss priscilla is going to be in touch with you about that soon and so we're gonna we're gonna dive into today's game here's how it works I have a stack of cards these are full of words that are popular in, in songs, like they're commonly found in songs, kind mm. of. I just saw that one. Well, good thing I'm not using it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to draw a word. They, one of the girls is gonna have to slap their hand on the table, and whoever goes first has to sing. The opposite person can oh. steal the points at any time, <laughs> and we'll just volley it back and forth. Whoever is the last person sing singing gets all the points for that round. Are you ready? <laughs> I turned to Abby and I said, you're going down. And she, she thought I meant that her seat needed to go down. So she was like, I thought she was oh, telling okay. me to, to, okay. like, to move my seat down. So I was ready <laughs> you to like, see that interaction. That was interesting. <laughs> okay, here we go. One, two, right. three. Down. Baby, down, are you down, 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 down. down, down. Down. Good job. <laughs> I always think of that song. I was I was trying to sing that, but you started, and I'll I'll get that. <laughs> I stole it. Beep. <laughs> Beep. We're Beep. going down Beep. to the Beep. river. Yay! <laughs> Good, Good job. job. Okay, this that is was a very, my go-to. This is a very encouraging round. <laughs> Good job. You took the point from me. Good job. <laughs> Great. This is clearly I'm not no longer. Okay. Beep. Beep. Pastor is helping off to the side, which Can is I prohibited. No, no, you cannot. Guys, come on, come on, come on, help me. Beep. In two beep. seconds. Beep. Beep. Not enough. Beep, 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 beep. Two points goes to Abigail. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you very okay, much. Okay, just to clarify, if they comment, we can use For them, sure. right? Okay, guys, guys, come on, help, help me. Help me. Help me win, because she's winning. Me. Help me win. Yes. Me. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Get. You get the best of both worlds. <gasps> Look at you getting Hannah Montana out that here. Was, that was my childhood. That was excellent. <laughs> she Hannah Montana'd you. <laughs> um, gotta get that boom boom. <gasps> Pow. No. Pow. Is that a bad song? I'm sorry if that's a bad song. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, have no idea. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. If they're bad, just forget that happened. <laughs> okay, here we go. Beep. 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 Nope. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> two points goes to Mark Yellen. Oh, so we are yes. Natalie. Two to two. Oh, came get right at the... Oh. Right after. Get down, get down. Oh. Okay. 
We're going to see who can be the first to get to five, and then we're going to kick it over to Pastor and Buddy. We've done that word many a time, so we're going to do this one. I just realized I'm kind of talking. I'm not actually singing the things. I'm hoping that's okay. Use your voice. Yeah, sing. You sing so pretty. Let it out. My. Help. My heart will go on. I don't know what, like, I think I know what you're singing, but it doesn't sound like it. It It doesn't sound like it. (laughs) You sing sing very pretty ordinarily. I'm not. Okay. Okay. My girl, my girl. You are a singer. What are you doing? I don't, if I'm not on the platform, like whatever comes out is it's, really bad. It is different it's, now. I don't know why that happens. It must just be the anointing comes on me and I don't sing like that. I don't know. Okay, you have some help in the comments. Do you have anything else? What? Oh, it's, you've got some really good options. Johnny said it's my life, but I don't, I don't know if I know Ooh. that you know. It's my life. And it's, it's now, now or never. never. Okay, yeah. Nice. See, I knew that one. Ha! Take that. <laughs> I'm going to use Mama Chris's My Funny Valentine. Uh, if you don't know if these are really songs, um, no, I, know. I don't it's blame like you. That. It's like that. That's, it sounds like that. Were they, were they excited when they sang it? Or did somebody no, like pet like duck so- die? It's or? like a soft song. It's like that. It's for real. My yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's your oh. turn. There's some commenting. Oh. This is really a this commentary. What's my, what's my Sharon? Oh, where is, oh, where is my hairbrush? Dun, dun, I dun, sang dun, that dun. this morning. Kevin and Pastor Nicole had the same song. <gasps> okay. It's your turn. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> it sounds so bad. What's going what on in that song? That was so bad. I'm sorry. You to hear that. I'm we sorry. do have like a little bit of, we can carry it too. Okay, the winner of this gets the point. So do you have anything to steal? Like, What's do you have another song? Sh- That's the one Sharona. that your dad sang that we said was not acceptable because it was Well, no, comments. Buddy commented it. He did. But I was planning on doing that, but no. I don't know that. Oh. <laughs> what? It's going They are singing opera. They are singing opera off to the side. Maya. Pastor and Buddy in the background are singing. My blue swing shoes. Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> I started singing. Don't. <laughs> Don't what? be blue. <laughs> what? She's crying. What is I don't, don't be cruel to a heart that's true. Did you but say that's the word the wrong? Cruel? <laughs> that's what not the same song. Okay. It's not the same song. <laughs> There's so much happening right now. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Don't go breaking my heart. It is not your turn. It's your turn. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> My turn wasn't over. You were singing that whatever that was. I clearly need to do a better job of moderating, <laughs> I think is what's happening. I couldn't get my song out, and you just took it. Okay, you've got three seconds. Three, two. My achy, breaky heart. 
You need to think more of him. Why yeah. are you getting her to win? He literally pointed to the screen to get her to win. He's my and, and father. By the he, we're talking about pastor. This is what's happening off camera. It's it's my birthright, Mark. I, I need you to Don't sing. take it from me. Okay, I need whoever can actually sing the My Achy Breaky Heart will get all the points. Whoever can do it my first. My Achy um. Breaky Heart. And my... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you still my heart. I, I know my this. Achy, all right. There. Those are the only words I know. Can you do better than that? I can't. I know the song, but I'm not super familiar with it. Uh, uh, Kevin's uh, in the background. Uh, 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 dun, 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 dun. If I pretend to have a mullet, can I win? <laughs> yes. yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Is your pretending to have a mullet just erasing your neck? Is <laughs> 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 like, that pulling your head forward? You just shrunk your neck down? <laughs> oh, I got a song. I got a song. <laughs> Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I like that Michaela did all the O's. That was awesome. There's no effort in there. I don't know why I sing like that. I promise that at Boomerang, we have higher standards for the worship team auditions. Like, it's higher than that. It's, do you have anything else? It's Marky unplugged. Um, <laughs> Marky without the anointing. Does he say? Does who say? Well, <laughs> it's no. I'm thinking my water buffalo, but he never says my in the song. Yours is Larry fast and mine is oh, mine. 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 Mine is slow. Mm, is slow. <laughs> mine mm, is slow. <laughs> Okay. I did it my way. That just won it. You won. just won. That's how. That's how we're doing that. She won. That face just won the segment. It stopped being about singing and started being about the face and the mullet. So thank you for joining us with Song Challenge. We're going to hand it over right now to Pastor and Buddy for What's the Word? Buckle up, it's going to be a good one. We're finished. We're continuing, not finishing. We're continuing our <laughs> series on how to apply faith to win. Click, we're buckled. And now, Pastor Buddy, over to you. Pastor and Buddy. Pastor and Buddy. <laughs> Pastor Buddy. <laughs> Word while pastor's getting hooked up, uh, buckle up, get ready, because we got a ride for you, I guess. I don't know. Um, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. We have a show for you. <laughs> I, was, I, I thought that as well. Um, I mean, we already, we had two, how many VeggieTales songs did we have in that segment? Like, quite a few. We were about to go live, and then I was like, I don't have a cord. <laughs> I'm not plugged in. I have zero audio at this moment. <laughs> Amen. Welcome to What's the Word? 
And uh, we've been talking about how to apply faith and when, yeah. and we've been going over the steps of faith and uh, going through those. And today we're talking about entering into rest. Yeah. And I really believe this one, the biggest and most important steps that uh, uh, you can have in your faith walk. Yeah. And it's a huge point. It's really, really a mm -hmm. great, great point. So uh, if you haven't shared the broadcast already, share the broadcast and uh, let's jump right in. So looking at these steps, what we've talked about so far is how to apply faith and when. Uh, one, know that you're saved and put on hope. So put on joy, confidence, and expectation. Two, see and deal with the attacks quickly. Three, apply faith and patience. And under apply faith and patience, uh, we have literally nine steps that are keys to learn, to get a hold of, to make them a part of who you are. And uh, mm -hmm. so the first step is confess the promise or confess the nature of God or his, mm -hmm. or his name. Uh, know him and confess that. Two, believe that you have received. That was a yeah. very important one uh, we talked about last week. All of these are really big. You yeah. know, and all of these can make your faith work or it sure. can break it if you don't know how to operate in it, which is why we're taking the time to actually go through some of the details. Uh, three, transfer the weight. We must transfer, cast our cares on the Lord. Uh, four, this is a great one too, set your eyes on the truth. We must set our eyes on who God is, yeah. not on what we see, not on what we feel. We have to set our eyes on spiritual things. Today we're talking about entering into rest. And then as we continue, we're going to talk about don't doubt, mm -hmm. forgive, work your faith, and continuously thank and praise Him. These are all key elements to winning in our faith projects. And uh, today we're going to talk about enter into rest. Amen. So Amen. it just so happens that, of course, the key chapter on rest is... You got it? Hebrews. Hebrews 4. That's right. Yeah. Good job. I knew Hebrews. <laughs> Hebrews 4. It's the rest chapter. Yeah. And it just so happens in Impact University, we're actually yeah. in Hebrews right now. Yeah. So this is awesome. So mm -hmm. uh, we just studied this last week mm -hmm. and uh, very timely. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's turn to Hebrews chapter 4. And uh, have you ever tried to you know, be in a faith project and you found yourself... Uh, maybe you didn't know it at the time, but you were out of rest. Has that ever happened to you? What? <laughs> maybe like a huh? lot. <laughs> maybe like a lot. I think yes. it's happened. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, you found yourself in a, and you realize, I am not resting on this. I am yeah. not resting at all. Uh, yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Throw the hands up in the comments. And many times that will that is what's the missing element in our mm -hmm. faith, and yeah. that's why it breaks. Yeah, the uh, Bishop Boyadipo. I've been reading one of his books that you gave me for my birthday, uh, Success Buttons, and, he, and one of the things he said is, is um, the biblical evidence of faith is rest. You yeah, know, when you're in faith, you're in rest. Yes, and yeah. uh, and I know you've said before. You know, if we're not in rest, are we in faith? You know, yeah. Yeah. like. Because if we believe that all things are going to work out, will you know? Will yeah. we be in a place of panic, or will be in a will we be in a place where we can do basically what Jesus said? Don't worry about tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. You know? yes. yes. So like, would we be in that position where I'm I'm not going to be anxious for anything? 
Because yes. I know God's going to work it out. That's, yeah. that, that's the biblical evidence of faith is rest. I, I really like that. Put that in the comments. The biblical evidence of faith is rest. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say another evidence is joy, confidence, expectation, yeah. is hope. Yeah. Um, that's not the topic we're talking about today. But the biblical evidence of faith absolutely is rest. And yeah. if you're not in rest, you are not in faith. Because they go hand in hand. Um, that's that's one of the things I've seen is I'll, I'll judge myself and how's my faith going by my rest. Mm-hmm. Am I resting in this? Mm-hmm. Am I am I good? Uh, for example, I had something not too long ago. Uh, it was I'm trying to think. Probably just a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was about a month ago. Something came up. I got a message. I get some news about something. And it potentially, it could have been a mess. Like, potentially, this could have been a big, big problem. <laughs> a big problem. And, uh, and immediately, I felt fear try to grip me. And uh, I was just, you know, like, no, no. And I said, I've got to put this down. I've got to take these thoughts captive. And uh, like, you know, Second Corinthians 10 says, I've got to take yeah. these thoughts captive. And mm-hmm. I've got to think on things worthy of praise, like yeah. Philippians 4. And so as I started to do that, uh, and I realized that, okay, I'd be okay. And then that thought would come back. And uh, it took me a little bit, you know, because this was a pretty major issue. And that doesn't excuse how long it took me, but I had to deal with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had to make sure that I was in the rest of God. Yeah. And so sure enough, I went into, um, I just found myself checking, am I in rest on this? Because if I'm not in rest on it, then I really haven't entered faith. And I knew that I'd entered into the place of faith mm-hmm. when I felt I'm, I'm at peace. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this is good. And, mm-hmm. and that happened because I went and I was praying. I was praying in the Holy Spirit, letting the Spirit lead my prayer. And all of a sudden I went into the place and I felt that peace of God drop in me. I knew everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I released all, I cast all that weight, cast mm-hmm. all that care. Yeah. And immediately I was in rest. You see, that's the thing about transferring the weight is you enter into rest. I'm not carrying the weight, so I'm not struggling anymore. I'm not laboring anymore. I'm not the one doing it. I put that weight over on Jesus because he cares for me. And now I'm resting. I'm at rest. And uh, that's exactly what had happened. I entered right into that rest. And sure enough, everything worked out. It was beautiful. It was all God. I mean, he just came through. But I had to make sure that I'd entered that place of rest, see that evidence of my faith. Yeah. And and along with rest, I had joy on it. I had confidence and expectation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't have facts mm-hmm. that I could see that would line up with the spiritual hope and joy and confidence and rest mm-hmm. that, that I had. I didn't have facts that told me that. Yeah. There was no facts telling me that it was okay and everything's going to be all right. It was yeah. all in what the Word of God says and yeah. believe in His promises. Mm-hmm. I didn't have facts, but I did have the truth mm-hmm. that told me it was going to be okay. And mm-hmm. on that truth, I stood and moved into that rest. So, mm-hmm. amen. amen. Glory to God. Amen. I could just look at you and wait for you to come up with something to well, say. But. Well, I, like there was a question in my mind that came up. I, I don't know if it's better to talk about it later, but... um. Just that balance, because faith doesn't ignore facts, 
Yeah. Like, you know, like you can get in this fake sense of rest where you're just yes. kind of sitting there pretending like, Nothing's like ignore. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. And just, Nothing needs to be handled. Yeah. 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 Um, wh- where you're not really applying faith, you're just kind of yeah. applying ignorance, yes. you know, yeah. to what's going on. Like faith doesn't ignore facts, but faith takes the facts to the word of God yeah. and says, what does the word of God say about this situation? Yeah. And then I'm going to put my trust and my hope in what God has said. And Why don't you bring that back up in a few minutes? Yeah. And um, that's, that's good. I, because we can get into these places where we think we're applying it and we're not. Yeah. You know? um, for example, somebody needs to, to work or, you know, I've, I've watched ministers who are believing God for their church to fill up, mm-hmm. but they're sitting on their couch all throughout the yeah. week doing nothing. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can say that they're in faith, but they're not actually doing anything. Yeah. And faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. But it is works based on what he told you. Yeah. But the question is, are you listening Mm-hmm. to what he's saying. and But bring that back up in a second, because that's yeah. important. Let's look at some of the foundational elements okay. of rest in Hebrews 4, and mm-hmm. then come to, if you have any questions about rest, put them in the comments. Yeah. And uh, But let's go here now. Hebrews chapter 4, and let's just start at verse 1. Uh, the, the topic here says, the believers rest. Mm-hmm. And it says, therefore, let us fear if... While a promise remains of entering his rest, any one of you may, may seem to have come short of it. Now, uh, we know that there is no fear in love, so we're not talking about a phobia. Mm-hmm. This fear, I think, would in our language today, would probably be best translated an extreme reverence. Mm-hmm. An extreme reverence. In other words, let us have an extreme reverence of God mm-hmm. uh, and reverence of this command mm-hmm. that if there's a promise of entering his rest, we don't enter into it. In other mm-hmm. words, don't treat, watch this, put this in the comments, don't treat your responsibility to rest lightly. Yeah. We should not treat our responsibility to rest lightly. That's what that mm-hmm. verse is saying. Yeah. It is like, don't play around with it. You don't need to act like rest in God is not important. And I'm not talking about sleep. I'm not talking about physical sleep, although mm-hmm. that, that does apply. What it's yeah. talking about is a heart of rest, an attitude of rest. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, and the position of rest as well. You, you need to receive this. You need to have manifestation of it. But yeah. don't treat your responsibility to rest lightly. Yeah. We should never treat our responsibility to rest lightly yeah. because God says it right here. You should have extreme reverence toward mm-hmm. it. And, and, you know, to, to the point where translators said you should fear. You yeah. should fear if you don't have this. Yeah. This is an extreme reverence towards the commandment to rest. Yeah. And he's saying, if there's a rest available, you need to make sure that you enter it. That's what it's saying. Yeah. So it's a command. Well, like right here, he says it's a promise, you know. Yes. And like there, it's a, a command and a promise. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's it's crazy to think about, like, how many other promises do like are portrayed in this way where, yeah. you know, let us fear if you might miss it, you know? Yeah. Well, 
so why, why is rest such an important one of the promises that he, that he would say? He would highlight it. Yeah, yeah. highlight it and yeah. bold it and underline it. it because there's so many things that it touches yeah, in, it, in our everything lives. Everything else falls yeah. under that place of And rest. even in our ministry, what mm-hmm. we're called to do and fulfill our destiny, it falls in. I, I use it all the time for mm-hmm. ministry's sake. Yeah. But think and, about this. How do you enter any promise? By faith, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things is we know that a lack of faith is sin. Mm-hmm. So if he's given us a promise of rest, which we're going to see that he has, yeah. if he's given us a promise of rest and we don't enter into that promise, we're in sin mm-hmm. because we've not applied faith towards the promise of rest. Yeah, And if you think about it, a lack of rest has has. Like if if we allow ourselves get, to get to a point where we're no longer in rest and we're in anxiety and fear and all these things, it has the ability and the potential to rip us out yeah. of all the of every other promise out of the hand of God. Where we stop going to church, we stop you know assembling with with believers, yes. we stop submitting to our pastors because we get out of this place of rest and we're, and then and it brings us to a place where we we can eat like like just in the last couple of weeks. You know, I, I could actually see because the enemy was trying to attack me in this specific area. Yes. You know, and we've talked about it, but right. there's been times when he's just been, when he was literally just hounding at my, my mentality and at my brain uh, out of like, and I, I, I saw for the first time how easily it could be, how, how easily um, if like, cause if I didn't have you, you know, helping me out, if I didn't, you know, uh, have God, you know, I could, I could see that if I let myself follow that train of thinking, yeah. how, how quickly I could just be pulled out and uprooted. It, it can happen very fast, very which fast. is why we need a covering. It's why yeah. we need to be planted and Handsome. not just be planted in any place, but be mm-hmm. planted in a place that's one mm-hmm. in this area that yeah. on a regular basis sees the manifestation of promises. Yeah. You know, uh, we talked about Hebrews six twelve. you know, where it says, be, you know, imitators of those or mm-hmm. follow those who through faith and patience mm-hmm. inherit the promises. Yeah. So if they're not operating yeah. in faith, they're not operating in patience, and they're not inheriting the promises, then God doesn't want you to follow them. Yeah. You know, he wants you to follow those people, yeah. not not someone who's not. He's given us those characteristics. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be planted and have somebody that knows how to win in these situations. And then you and Serena are doing so good. I was telling you that yesterday is... You've had opportunities already in a short period of time that you've been here. You've had opportunities to kind of fall off that uh, rest. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. said, no, let me put my flesh down. Let me believe what the word says. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just very quickly did that. Not everybody does that. And, and I commended you because it's good. And don't stop. You know, yeah. it's not like we, we you arrived at it or I arrived at it. It's an ongoing fruit that we should mm-hmm. carry yeah. and that we're quick to move to the truth yeah. and not quick to move to our flesh's logic. Yeah. It, well, and out of that, I learned to have an extreme reverence, you know, because yes. f- yeah. like I said, it, it helped me recognize how quickly the, the, I could uproot myself because very uh, because I allow because I could potentially if, yeah. I, if I allow that I could be uprooted so quickly. I mean, uh, I mean, how many of us? Because we were at some point in, in time out of rest, did yeah. we make stupid decisions that yeah. we had to pay the price for? You know, yeah. um, it's it's. I mean, the Bible says, "Be sober-minded." You know, yes. at, you know, we're supposed to be 
be in a position where we're ready, where we're, you know, diligent, where, where our minds yeah. are capable to fulfill the call that God has for us. And, yes. and you know, how are we going to be able to do that if we're not in rest? Yes. You know. Well, and that's, I've found what you're saying is very important. There's a, there's a deep, uh, there's a big truth behind what you're saying. Um, very deep rooted is that most people uproot themselves right before they win the victory. Mm -hmm. And they uproot themselves very quickly because our society has really taught us to be really what I call a microwave society. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants it and they want it now. Mm -hmm. And they don't want, uh, in business, we had a term called delayed gratification, which meant that I would do what's necessary now so that I could have what I want Mm -hmm. tomorrow. And uh, one of the things that's very important is everybody just wants it now and they feel like they deserve it because mm-hmm. they live in America. That's not the way it works. It's yeah. not the way the world works. That's not the way the Bible works. Yeah. And uh, But so people will get very quickly weary and well-doing mm-hmm. and they'll uproot themselves. Mm-hmm. And part of it is because they've not learned how to rest. Yeah. And uh, let me, I just, I want to take a little side road here because this come up to me multiple times in the past week. And I want you to see something. So if you can see uh, right here, my cup is sitting on this table. All right. So if you understand anything about physics, and even if you don't, I'm going to give you uh, just enough to understand the point here. I want you to see uh, a relation (laughs) to a spiritual battle. So if you understand about physics, that this cup has a certain weight to it, and gravity is a force that's pulling the cup and its weight down and onto this table. That's why it will sit there. Um, But you have to know in physics that if the table itself was not also giving a force upward, then the cup would continuously fall. In order for that cup to sit still on the table, the table must uh, be backed by force pushing up. So you have two forces that are actually pushing together to hold that thing still. Now, when we're in a spiritual battle, if you can understand that. So for example, your chair, that chair is exerting a force up to hold you up in the air. Same thing with me. Um, So if you have two forces like this, when you have a tug of war, you actually see the two forces fighting each other like this. And the reason why they're at a stalemate and somewhat in the middle is because they both have an equal force. But when one force is greater than the other, it will move that that direction. Okay. Now, understand this. In a spiritual battle and with your, uh, your faith project, you are in an, a project that is really a battle of two forces. And when you understand that, you'll see that there's two forces going on. There's the resistance of the enemy, and there's our resistance against him. Mm -hmm. So you have the devil trying to bring in, uh, let's say, uh, financial, or let's say sickness, because that that will work well. He's trying to bring in sickness into you, and then you say, no, I'm the healed of the Lord. And so you bring in, and you can apply this to any faith project, you bring in faith to resist him. Now, what happens is, we're, if this is you here, then we're always paying attention to the force that the devil's attacking us with. And that's what we feel. That's what we see. And, uh, but here's one thing that's very important. Do you not realize that the same force that you feel on you 
is actually the force that's being applied against him as well. And here's the difference, though. Whereas he's sitting there as a defeated foe, he can only stand there for so long. Because you got, put your hand up here and, and push, you got the power of Jesus and the Holy Ghost backing you. And so what you're feeling, so right before the devil knows, I can't do this any longer, he tries to psych you out. I'm mm-hmm. just giving you a lot of scripture basically mm-hmm. in, a, in a context that you can understand it. Right before, all right, put your hand back up here. Right before uh, the devil gets pushed down, what he will try to do is say, I'm about to lose. So let me psych out that believer, and I'm going to put everything I got into one last final push to try and get him to back down. Because if the believer will step out of faith, he loses this spiritual force. And so the devil will go, with everything he's got. And so that's why a lot of times the battle's hardest right before it ends. But if that believer will stay in faith and rest... There's no other option but for a defeated foe to fall. And so a lot of times we're paying attention to the pressure that's applied to us, but we don't realize that's actually the pressure that's getting applied to the devil. Mm-hmm. It's We're not in the defensive. We're in the offensive. Yeah. We're in Christ. And as he is, mm-hmm. so are we in this world. Yeah. We're on the offensive. He's mm-hmm. the one that's on the defensive. And when we see that, we can sit there and feel the pressure and be in rest because we know we got a backer. You know, we know we got the backing of the anointing of yeah. God, and we know this thing's all, why? Because God's always leading us to triumph. Yeah. If this is what God told us to do, mm-hmm. then God is always leading us to triumph. We yeah. already have triumph in our hands. We are, we are not fighting from a position of defense. We're fighting from a position of offense, yeah. and we're fighting from victory when we start. Mm-hmm. When we start, we're yeah. already at victory. Yeah. But now if you know that, then you'll be in the middle of the battle resting like Jesus was in the middle of the storm asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, peace, be still, and the storm ceases. Yeah. All he had to do was finish applying the word of God and the provision in God's word. Mm-hmm. And so this gives us the ability to rest when we know some of these mm-hmm. things and know yeah. that we are already in Christ. We're already seated in mm-hmm. heavenly places at the right hand of the Father mm-hmm. in, in the position of authority. He's always leading us to triumph. And this is how we win. And I can't tell you how many times we've won because we know this. Yeah. But I, I can remember many times when we didn't know this mm-hmm. and we just got our tails handed to us mm-hmm. and uh, we weren't in rest. We weren't in rest, but we've learned how to be in rest today. And we find it's very important and yeah. a priority to enter into that rest. So yeah. let's look at this. So he says, very first verse, look, take it seriously to enter into rest. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a promise. Therefore, you enter into rest by faith. It's not because you see it in the physical Mm-hmm. It's something that you enter into by faith. And yeah. as you enter into it by faith, you'll have that thing. Look here at verse 2. It says, For indeed we have had good news preached to us, just as they also. The word they heard did not profit them, because it was not united by faith 
in those who heard. Mm -hmm. So here's the issue. Many people hear the promises. Many people hear preaching. Many people hear the, the uh, victory that's in Christ. But not everybody profits from it. Yeah. And why? Verse 3. For we who have believed enter that rest, just yeah. as he has said. So he says, we that have believed. I wrote in a side note here in my Bible. We have rest when we choose to believe. Yeah. Put that in the comments. We have rest when we choose to believe. That's good. We have rest when we choose to believe. I'm going to believe God, God over the pressure. Mm. I'm going to believe God over the attack. Yeah. And when you do that, you enter in that rest. Now, I'm going to believe God when I hear the word preached. When I hear the word of God being preached, I'm going to believe it. I'm not going to be an unbeliever. You know, we're called believers. There's a reason for that. We're not supposed to hear good news and be like, well, I don't know if that's going to happen. That's not, we're called to believe the good news about God. Not every good news in the world, but what's in the word, we're supposed to believe that. That's who we are. We're yeah. believers. Mm -hmm. And if we'll believe, we'll enter into that rest. So he's saying here, first, first thing, absolutely, positively prioritize putting faith to enter the promise of rest. Yeah. Absolutely prioritize it. Two, when you hear the word of God, and if you're not hearing the good news of victory being preached, the good news of freedom, remember you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free as you continue in the word. If you're not hearing freedom preached, victory preached, the good news of God that causes repentance, you're in the wrong place. You're, you're, listening, you're not hearing the right preaching. But when you hear the right preaching and you believe it, you start the process of entering into that rest. You enter because you believe. And don't yeah. be like the Israelites in the desert who heard the word, yeah. who said, We're, I'm giving you this land. Yeah. But they didn't believe it. They didn't believe in the good news. Yeah. And uh, we want to be the people that believe in it. Now, let's go down to uh, verse 9. And basically, in between verse 3 and verse 9, what it says is, uh, David said by the Holy Ghost, Today, if you don't enter, if you don't harden your heart, mm -hmm. you will have a rest. Yeah. Well, the rest that they were talking about in with the Israelites in the desert was the promised land. Mm -hmm. But when David said by the Holy Ghost, today, if you don't harden your hearts, the writer of Hebrews is pointing out as long as today is called today, there's a Sabbath rest to enter. And so that means that every day of our lives on this earth, there remains a Sabbath rest yeah. of God. A Sabbath rest of God. And I'll tell you quickly what a Sabbath, without getting too deep in it. A Sabbath rest simply means this, that God did all his work. And then on the seventh day, he rested because there was no more work to be done. In other words, in, in when he gave us a Sabbath rest... Uh, we'll see it. Let's just read this verse and then I'll explain it. Verse 9, so there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Mm -hmm. Verse 10, for the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his work as God did from his. Now watch this. It says, first of all, it says 
there remains a Sabbath rest. Mm -hmm. And in the verses before it says, as long as you can call today, today, mm -hmm. then the Sabbath rest is available today for you. Okay. Now there remains a Sabbath rest and that Sabbath rest shows this. Here's, here's the definition of it. It's in verse 10. It says for the one or for the mm -hmm. man, for the man who's entered into his rest. Now, if you look at this, the his is capitalized. So it's talking about God's rest. So a man will come into God's rest. Mm -hmm. And it says, for, because ha he has himself rested from the man's works. So in other words, the man will say, I'm going to lay down my works and my hardship and, and what would be hard and heavy and the burden, and I'm going to enter into the place of ease of God, and I'll find there I don't have to apply that hard toiling work anymore. I only have to apply the easy and light yoke of Jesus. In other words, I can be in his, in his rest, and I may still have things to do. Mm -hmm. But it won't be heavy. It yeah. won't be toiling because toiling was a part of the curse. Yeah. Well, that kind of even can answer the question from the beginning, you know, that we were talking about, you know, of just ignoring it. You yes. know, like I've done what I'm supposed to do. Yes. I've done what God's told me to do. And because of that, now I can enter into rest. Yes. Yeah. You know. Well, and that pulls in faith without works is exactly. dead. Yeah. In other words, in that place, I mean, if we're in a Sabbath rest of God, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that he's never going to give us a commandment. Yeah. We have commandments that he's given yeah. us. But, and this shows us something. So many people are following those commandments, but they're not in the rest of God mm -hmm. and they're toiling. Yeah. So watch this and put this in the comments. I hope you're getting something out of it. this is a huge teaching. And um, rest is not only a place that you enter, the solution, the promised land, the salvation, yeah. but rest is an action of putting down the heavy burden mm -hmm. and the weight and the care, mm -hmm. and rest yeah. is an attitude. So yeah. what you see is Jesus in the storm has not entered the place of rest mm -hmm. yet. But he has laid down his care, and he's carrying an attitude of rest. Mm -hmm. Now, the disciples are flipping out, right? They're, they're worried for their life. They're not in the place of faith, and they're not in the place of rest. Yeah. And because they're not actually in faith, they didn't enter into that rest. But yeah. Jesus heard the word of the Father that mm -hmm. said, let us go to the other side. Yeah. And he said, he knew there was provision in that word. So yeah. he believed in the word. Mm -hmm. And the command was go to the other side. So they had work to do to get there, but there was not supposed to be toil along the way, yeah. right? That doesn't mean a storm doesn't rise up. It mm -hmm. means that in the middle of the situation, you had two different burdens. One was a burden of death that the disciples had an attitude of a burden of death on them. Jesus had the burden of rest, which is easy and light. Mm -hmm. And so he's at peace. He's at rest. And because yeah. he's at peace, this is a fruit of the Spirit that brings the power of God. Because he's <laughs> at peace and not in turmoil and not in toil, it releases the supernatural anointing, peace, be still. Yeah. And the storm had to stop. Yeah. You see, so many people are not in. And then what did they do? They entered into the place of rest. Mm into the peace of a storm that was stilled. 
and they went to the other side. They entered that because they had the attitude and the action of it. Mm-hmm. But while we're in that rest, we have commands. But the issue is, what attitude are we bringing to that command? Yeah. You know, I've watched people, you know, even while we've done uh, the Lunch Plus broadcast, there's been multiple days where it's like anxious and anxiety and and, and it's like, we got to get this done and, and stuff like that. And yet we're supposed to carry that. Or right. even if, you know, if I'm bringing an attitude of, you know, anxiousness, you should carry that rest so that it'll bring peace all on its own. Mm -hmm. One believer in a room ought to bring a peace that settles it. One believer ought to bring Mm -hmm. a rest that can settle a room, Mm -hmm. you know, that can bring in a peace of God. And what if all of them are doing it? Oh man, you're talking about an anointed place, you know? So many times we're actually fulfilling the commandment of, of God, but we're doing it in toil. Yeah. And you notice toil didn't come till the curse came because of sin. And toil, and one of the things I love to see is this. Amen, Kevin. Um, he said it was a timely message for him now. One of the things that I love to see is this, is that you know Jesus was made poor so that we might be made rich. Mm-hmm. He was made sick so that we might be healed, right? Mm-hmm. He took on sin so that we could be righteous. But one other thing that he was done, uh, if you go back to Genesis, there were no thorns. Thorns and thistles came up after the curse, after sin came into the world. And it represented a toil and a struggle to eke out a living. But Jesus then took a crown of thorns and received it on his head. Mm -hmm. And he was crowned with toil Mm -hmm. so that we could be crowned with rest and favor. He was crowned with toil so that we might be crowned kings of rest, kings of favor. Mm -hmm. It would be easy and light. This is who he is and this is what we're... Can you see how big rest is? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's... One of the things that I've just been learning recently is that I can apply faith to rest. Too, yes, you know, yeah, like well, I, it's the promise, yeah, because yeah. it's the promise. So, like, just as much as we can apply faith for healing, as much as we can apply faith for finances, we can apply faith to rest as well, yes. you know. And like, I, I've been learning over the last couple of days just to even even be careful with what I say with, with my yes. mouth, you know, like, yes. oh, we don't have any time to do that. Well, that's yes. not true, you know, yes, like, you know, God can even God can do more with you know the time we have when we are in a place of rest than if we're in a place of anxiety. You yes. Know? Like, yes. I, uh, you know, I, th- I remember Barrett was talking about once how, like, she had a lot to do in that day, and then the Lord said, take a nap. And she's yeah. Like, What's going on? Like, take a nap. Yeah. Like, I think you yeah. shared something similar, too. You know, and and once they took the nap, you know, uh, you know, you woke up, you were refreshed, you were in a place of rest, and you were able to do more with that time than you were whenever you were like, I, I don't have time to do this. You yes. know what I mean? So like, so I, I've learned that just as much as I don't say I don't have anything to sow, you know, I'll never yeah. say that now because he pl- provides seed to the sower. So if I yes. say I don't have anything to sow, I'm literally declaring I'm not a sower, God. Right. Don't give me seed, you know. Right. Um, but if I say I don't have time to do that, I don't have time to win souls, I don't have time to come to church, I don't have time yes. to read my Bible, you know. If I say these things, I'm literally just, literally what I'm saying is, 
God, I, you know, I'm prioritizing other yes. things over you. I'm yeah. prioritizing over other things over what I, I'm not going to say that with my mouth anymore. Yeah. You know, because that those are crappy confessions. Yeah. You know, I'm going to yeah. say I do have time and I need to seek the Lord and find a place of rest so that he can show me how I, what to do so that I can make the most of my time. Yeah. Um, and, and so so I can apply my faith and my confession to, you know what, like, my God is a God of rest, and, and I just need to yeah. trust Him and seek Him, you know, yeah, throughout the day. Yeah. You know, Lord, what do you want me to focus my energy on? What do you want yeah. me to focus my attention on? And when I'm in rest, I can do significantly more than yes. I could do if I'm yeah. out of rest. Amen. Can you see how important this message is and how many people have been tripped up in life because of it. And like right now, God may be bringing somebody to your mind, share this message with them. I mean, yeah. share it publicly, share it to your whole feed and everything, yeah. but maybe reach out to that person and say, you got to hear this about rest. Yeah. Uh, share it with them. They, we need to hear these messages because mm -hmm. these are messages of faith. And uh, so let me give you the example of that situation that I faced and show you how this stuff applied. All right, so I get news of a bad situation. I know that we're going to need to take uh, certain steps to bring that into being. I know that I need to, uh, I need to take certain steps uh, to, to handle certain items in it, right? But at the beginning, at the very beginning, it's like, oh my goodness, this could be really bad. What are we going to do with this? About a month ago. And so now I'm not at rest. I feel the fear because I just got news of it. I feel the attack. I can see uh, the place could be a storm and a very bad one. And so I'm sitting there. I know because of the word, there's a place of rest and not the place of the storm. So that's the first thing. I know that there's a place that escapes the storm and enters into the solution, the rest, where everything's okay, right? And uh, so the first thing I do is I recognize that he's leading me to triumph, not leading me to a, to a, a, a storm to stay in and die in, right? Mm -hmm. He's leading me to a place of life to the full till it overflows. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I recognize is there's a place of rest and I'm heading towards it right now. And I make up my mind, we're heading to that place. Mm -hmm. All right. The second thing is remember that rest is an action and an attitude. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I start doing is taking the action to put down the burden. I take the action to put down the toil, to put down the thoughts that are trying to exalt themselves higher. I put, I cast that care. Look, I can't handle this God by myself. I need you. I need your help. Yeah. You've got to come in here and help. And I know that you will. Yeah. All right. Now this is faith. Now, yeah. what am I doing by, by, Thinking on that, meditating on things worthy of praise, yeah. I'm taking an action and I'm believing in the promise of his protection. Yeah. I'm believing in the promise of his deliverance. And now how do we enter into rest? We believe. Yeah. So I'm taking action to enter into that rest. Immediately I feel some of the weight come off, but also now I purpose myself to carry the attitude of that rest. Mm -hmm. So then when, you know, a few hours later, when it's approached to me again, here, here's the situation and I hear more details about it. And one detail was like even worse. 
You know, it was like, oh no, great. It seemed like it was going backwards, but no, I have the attitude of rest. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. I pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm not trying to pray out of my own logic. I need God's words and God's words only. Yeah. I, and this is an action of rest. Now yeah. in that, I needed to make certain steps. I needed to take certain actions, but I'm not making those up. I did not move until I heard from God. I didn't move till I heard from God. Soon as I heard from God what to do, I took actions and steps to make that happen. But it was from the place of rest, not from the place of toil. I didn't take those steps based off of fear, based off of the, the storm. I took those steps. I had to make sure I'm in that place of rest and in that attitude of rest so I can get to the uh, the promised land. I can get to that salvation. So in that that attitude of rest, I'm, I'm already there. You see, I'm already connected to it. I've got no choice but to go to the promised land because I've taken on, I've put on rest and I have uh, kept the attitude of rest. It's drawing me there. Spiritually, it's moving me straight to there. I'm yeah. taking Jesus by the hand. He's leading me to triumph. Mm -hmm. But I didn't make the decision. See, what a lot of times people do is in fear, they make all their decisions. Mm -hmm. Never make decisions under extreme emotions and extreme passions. Yeah. Uh, you know, Unless you know those passions and emotions are straight from God. Yeah. If they're not straight from God and backed by the word, like mm -hmm. Jesus moved moved with compassion and healed all the people. You know, that's where he's moved properly by extreme emotion. A lot of times extreme emotion is a demonic force trying to get you off. Yeah. Right. And so I don't make decisions or make moves unless I'm in the place and the attitude of rest yeah. to make sure that I enter the promised land of rest. Yeah. You see? And so then we just made the moves the Lord told us. So in that, I had work to do, but it was work without burden. It was work without toil. Yeah. It was moves to make that there was no pressure in. Mm -hmm. And this is a place of Sabbath rest that causes us always to land in the promised land, land in salvation, and stay there. And yeah. so we literally stay in the promised land all the time yeah. under the shelter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of the Almighty. Psalm 91 1. He yeah. dwells Amen. in the shelter of the Lord. That's will what he's find talking rest about. Yeah. In the shadow. Amen. That's what he's talking yeah. about the whole time. Yeah. This is this is what God's saying, but but many people don't know how to apply this, yeah. is what I've found. And mm -hmm. I've watched many people really struggle with it. Mm -hmm. And it hurts my heart because they don't know how to apply those things. Yeah. This is this is really beneficial for you know, yeah. everybody, including me. I, I love the refresher on it because it keeps me current. Yeah, keeps yeah. me current in it. Yeah, we find rest when we know we're doing what the Father told us to do. Because when we're doing what He told us to do, yeah. I feel like what you you just said is such a huge key. Is like from that place of rest, you would be able to hear from the Father, and He would tell you what to do. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, so you can't hear Him properly outside of rest. Yeah, because when you're outside yeah. of rest, everything up here is just going bang, 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 bang. Yeah. You're not in a place where you yeah. can even receive, like, like your antenna to, antennas, like, like it's like, you know, you can't. You're listening to the radio, and you're trying to tune. Yes. If you're trying to tune yeah. into something, whenever you're like going through a tunnel, you're not going to be able to tune in because. Yes. Because you're not able to access anything, you know? Yes. Um, or like you have all these voices hitting you all at once and you're trying to listen. To, you can't, yeah. you, you have to, you know, it's difficult. But like, so we, in that place of rest, we, 
I feel like the, the big key that you're saying is that's when you hear from the Lord. Yeah. And he'll give you instruction on what, to, what you can do. Yeah. And when you are doing what God's called you to do, he'll give you the grace to do it. Yes. You know, my grace is sufficient for you. What is grace? I, I empower, like yes. his power is perfected. You know, that's yeah. what God's grace is. It's his power coming into your life to empower you to do it. So like... Yeah. When we're talking about rest and the promise of rest, God will give you a grace to do it when you take it by faith. Yes. You know, but you got the uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Um, There's no temptation that has come upon you that's not common to mankind. What, what tempt, what, one of the temptations is to drop rest, yeah. to, to step out of a place of rest. But God is faithful. You know, he won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So when we're taking the steps that God has given us, you know, he's yeah. not going to take us to a place where we have the temptation to drop faith or, well, the enemy might try to tempt us, but he'll give us the strength because he's faithful yeah. to not drop faith, to not drop rest, and he'll give us a way out. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's God's grace in action. So we can have faith whenever we're being led by God that he's not going to lead us into something that's going to crush us. Yeah. He's going to, he all, uh, second, second Corinthians 2.14, you know, he always leads us to triumph yeah. in Christ. So, you know, we can have the faith that God will give us the grace to get to that place of rest. Yes, yeah. Because he's the Prince of Peace. Yes. Know? And yes. it's only in the Prince of Peace that we can walk and rest. That's right. That's right. So this, I mean, this message is absolutely huge to victory. And let's yeah. look at this last verse, and it wraps it up, yeah. is Hebrews 4.11. Therefore, let us be diligent yeah. to enter that rest. There's an entrance into that rest. You know, it doesn't fall on you. You enter. And it, notice it says, let us be diligent to take action, to enter that. You know, put on the attitude of rest. Mm -hmm. You know, enter into that rest. The action of entering into that rest. Yeah. This is our responsibility. It's not where God's just going to be like, oh, he needs rest. Sleep. You know, he doesn't do that. I'm <laughs> just thinking like guardians. Like, yeah, I know. Sleep. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> sleep. Anyway, but that's not how that works. Now, he'll have mercy and he'll bless us, but he, and he may do that in a service, yeah. but ultimately this is not just something we're supposed to experience on a Sunday morning. Yeah. This is something that we're supposed to enter into seven days a week, 24-7, yeah. right? So therefore, let us be diligent to enter that rest. And watch this. So that no one will fall. Mm. If you, in other words, what did God just say? If I enter rest, I can't fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I will enter true rest, put that in the comments. If I will enter the true rest of God, I can't fall. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. What a promise. Mm -hmm. Now how important is rest? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. says, so that no one will fall through following the same example of disobedience. In other words, if we will rest, he calls a lack of rest disobedience. Mm -hmm. e. Yeah. E. He calls a lack of rest disobedience. This is the Holy Ghost talking. So now... How important is it that we learn how to rest and we enter into that rest? Well, it's a commandment. It's a responsibility. Yeah. And apparently uh, an important one. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord shows us that it is an important mm -hmm. responsibility. Amen. Glory to God. So now as we wrap up today uh, and we talk about not only what's the word, but what's abundance. Mm -hmm. So many people in their finances, they don't have rest. All they hear is the bill collectors. 
they see the bank account, they get mm -hmm. the updates on their phone daily or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're concerned about all of that. Yeah. And, uh, but they learn, have to learn how to rest in their finances as well. Yeah. And how do you rest? How do you rest? How would, how would you like to not fail in your finances? I would like that. Very would much. that be good? That would be very good. Then what do you need to do? Rest. Rest in your finances. Mm -hmm. Enter into the rest. Be obedient to enter into the rest. Yeah. And that means, Lord, I believe that you will give me the abundance for every good work. Yeah. I believe that you will give me the abundance for every good work. And uh, so many times people are fretting and toiling in their finances. Watch this now. What are people doing when they go to work every day? Are they working? They're supposed to work. Mm -hmm. But are they working in the attitude of rest? Are they working in the attitude of toil? Mm -hmm. That changes everything. Mm -hmm. That changes everything. And, and then, you know, you can go to work and come back home more rested than you were when you left. <laughs> I'm messing now. <laughs> because people don't know it. Did you know you can go to work and be more rested? Mm. I do it every time I work. Mm. Or I try to. I've not yeah. always done it. Mm. But every time I work, I try to. And I've been getting better and better at it. You know why? Because I'm working in the place and the attitude of rest instead of working from the toil. Yeah. And so when I, like when I minister and when I preach... You know, when I minister and when I preach, I'm drawing on the rest of God. I'm drawing on the anointing of God. And what's that doing? It is overflowing the blessing and the promise of rest into me, into finances. And you know, into the people around you. And into the people. It's an overflow. Yeah. yeah. And we can literally be more rested at 5 o'clock than we were at 8 o'clock. Hmm. We literally can be more rested. Because we're, we're, what are you doing? I'm sitting in the place of rest all day long. I'm sitting in a Sabbath rest of God. You know, not, I'm not talking about uh, the Sabbath and keep it holy. That's not, I'm talking about the Sabbath rest in Hebrews 4, where you are, you are in the place and the attitude of rest in everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, stuff stops bothering you, mm -hmm. right? Well, what about our finances? We need to learn how to be in the Sabbath rest of God, too. That's what makes it easy to give. When you have believed that God is not going to leave you hungry and without shelter, and, and you have believed that he's not withholding any good thing, and you, you know, like David said, I've been young, I've been old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Mm -hmm. He's not going to leave you at that place. Yeah. I can rest in my giving. I can rest in my sowing. I can say, I, I don't have to figure all this out and toil over this. I can just, I can give and rest. And that, now I'll check it. Like if I'm ever giving, and I have to do this on a regular basis. I'm ever giving and I'm like, I don't really want to give that like this. You know, I had it a few weeks ago. I was starting to give in our own offering, you know, and I was like, eh. And I was like, oh, I got to enter into rest. So I, I recognize it. And I'm diligent to enter into that rest. So I backed off and I, I said, oh, Lord, I just praise you. Lord, it is my honor to give to you. It is my honor to sow to you. Yeah. you. You have everything. Well, sure enough, as I entered into that rest, I had more come in in the last, in the last few weeks than I've had in a while. You know, mm. When you learn to enter into that rest, yeah. God will give you favor. He'll, he'll cause your clients and, and customers to come to you. 
You know, he'll give you a crown of favor yeah. and rest instead of a crown of toil and okay. curse. That's who he is. Yeah. So that helps our giving. So today, you know, like every day, we open up the opportunity for people to sow into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. If you're on Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate and the amount there, or anybody can go to GiveBC excuse me, givebc.org, and you can give there. And uh, if you'd like to sow, you're welcome to. It's not something you have to do, but God puts that on people's <laughs> hearts. And uh, we, yeah. we want to make it easy for people that want to do that. Yeah. We are getting the gospel. Just think about today's message. How would you like to be a part of giving, getting today's message yeah. out to a greater number of people? That's what you're doing. Yeah. How, you know how it would change lives. So yeah. you're helping to send That's the right. good news, send the gospel of Christ. That's what's happening when you're sowing. But that's not the only thing that's happening. The other thing that's happening is you are planting into good ground, into good soil, and it produces a large harvest for your life. And uh, so anybody that's sowing, we just want to pray right now for everybody that may be giving. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just believe and we receive. Lord, let every seed that comes in today and anybody who's hearing this and sows anything, Lord, let it be blessed. Father, in from the place of rest, let it be blessed, multiplied, overflowing. Lord, may people give unto them and give liberally. Lord, let, let those cheerful and abounding givers, let their seed be multiplied in Jesus' name. We call it blessed and let it be supernatural, supernaturally quick in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You have anything else to add to any of that? Nah. 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 <laughs> well, we love you. Uh, share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. Uh, such an important message. We hope that you've gotten a lot out of it. We will see you tomorrow. We love you so much. Thanks for joining us on Lunch Plus. We're going to pass it right now to Barrett to wrap it all up. We love you. We'll see you soon. Here's Barrett. It was huge. It was a huge message. (laughs) If you haven't done it yet, go ahead and share today's broadcast because the people who will hear it with ears to hear, it'll change their life just like it's changing yours right now. So share the broadcast. Go ahead and take time to do that. And we've got an awesome episode in store for you tomorrow. We're going to keep going on with our how to apply faith to win and Have you been getting things out of it? We want to hear from you. If you've had a testimony of what's happened in your life as you've been applying these things that we've been teaching, we want to hear. Shoot us a message and you could be featured on What's Good. We could be sharing your testimony live. We just, we want to rejoice with you because God is good and his word works and it's working for you. Tomorrow, coming up on Tuesday, it is my brain just, uh, what is tomorrow? My brain just stopped. I, it went to, it's Tuesday on lunch. Plus I don't have my phone in front of me. It's going to be a good day because all of our segments are awesome. We're just so excited and honored to have you here with us. And if you have any ideas for what you want to see on Lunch Plus, any sort of games that you think it would be funny to watch Marky have to do, um, we want to hear. Let us know what those things are. We'll see you tomorrow bright and early, 11.30 a.m. here on the What's Right Facebook page, Brian Wright YouTube channel, and the Brian Wright uh, Periscope and Twitch account. 
and you can follow us on boomerangchurch.org. We stream there too. So got lots of options, but we'll see you tomorrow, 1130. Have a great rest of your day. We love you 